You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so happy that you're here. Tonight, we have a great show consisting of two great hypnotherapists, Dee Barrington and myself, and we're going to be talking about a whole slew of things that have to do with hypnosis. Dee specializes in hypnosis for fertility. So this is a unique practice, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. But before I talk to Dee, I wanted to talk a bit about emotions, and that plays a lot into the hypnotherapy. There are so many do's and don'ts surrounding emotions, especially with the law of attraction. Most people never think about how they want to experience the emotions in their life. They tend to just react without any consciousness of their emotional options. In good times, of course, they experience happiness, and in difficult times, they react with sadness or anger or even grief. But emotions are as much a part of the process of the experience itself. If there's a loss, whether it's the end of a relationship or a loss of a job, you must honor the grief and vent the feelings that go with it. You may be hesitant to get into the emotion, either because it's too painful or because you know about the law of attraction and you feel it's too negative. But remember, the truth about the law of attraction is unexpressed grief stays in your personal energy field. And even if you ignore it, the subtle yet pervasive resonance continues to vibrate with agitation and a whole bunch of sadness. If on one hand you express it, you will get that energy out of your life force vibration. Talking, writing, or crying about your honest feelings will get that darkness out of your consciousness so that you can heal and move on to a better and brighter place. In fact, when you honor and vent your feelings about the experience, it can not only change what you're going through, it can change your whole life, allowing you to see more clearly, feel more authentically, and act in ways that are far healthier for you. Whatever your feelings may be, you can get them out without losing power over them. If you find yourself falling into a victim mentality, which we all do, make the choice to take your power back. Continue to vent the hurt or anger, but then acknowledge that although you have these emotions, you are not defined by them. 
No matter what you go through, the good or the bad, there's always a gift, a lesson, or an opportunity in every experience. The real worth in any situation comes from finding the true meaning and purpose behind it, then making the changes that are required. Unfortunately, most of us get so caught up in the drama that we skip this part of the process entirely. Hey, I'm talking about me too. I'm human. This always happens to everyone. You know, a man who gets passed over for a promotion and he spends weeks or months or even years going to work with feelings of resentment and betrayal. Or a woman gets dumped in a romantic relationship and she makes the conclusion that no man can be trusted spending her days in hopelessness and longing. There are natural emotional reactions and they should all be expressed, but they should not be embraced as a way of life. They simply don't represent the truth in the situation the true meaning, the lesson involved, or the honest interpretation. Nor does this type of reaction encourage the changes necessary for healing or for happiness or for a higher vibration. To merely stew in the bitterness misses some of the most important opportunities in your life. People think their opportunities come in an offer of a new job or introduction of a new person but these pale in comparison to the importance of our opportunities for personal growth and deep understanding you know every transition is a cycle of learning whether you choose to take advantage of it or not in every single hardship and every moment of joy there's a fundamental purpose of higher awareness or personal growth. The lessons in life are many and they usually point right back to your view of yourself and the world around you. In other words, it's okay to vent. It's okay to vent. Please understand that by venting, you are able to release it from your body, from your emotional body, from your energy, and you will be able then to see the results of you being angry, the true cause of it, and the true understanding can then come about. You know, a big question in many lessons is this. Are you going to love, accept, and honor yourself no matter what is going on? Until the answer to this is yes, you will keep experiencing situations where your self-regard is challenged by a lack of regard from others and even the world. Your lessons of self-love and self-priority require you to not only treat yourself well, but also to expect to be treated well by others. You know, this is true in any relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic or 
even professional. Your choice to honor and respect yourself must be firm with intention within, and it must also extend to the outside world. You know, you deserve to be treated civilly with respect in any relationship. And when you create this treatment within yourself, and request it from others, a major life lesson will be learned. This will cause a shift in consciousness so significant that it will manifest in an amazing, wonderful way throughout your life. You know, this is the choice of self-love and self-honoring. And it's a huge piece of the attraction puzzle. But it's just one of the many opportunities for learning in any experience that you may have. So it's okay to vent. It's okay to release it. And it's okay to want that self-respect from not only others, but from within yourself. You know, the Titanic wasn't sunk by the tip of an iceberg. It was sunk by a huge obstacle hidden below a quiet sea. Your own energy obstacles are just like that. A situation may seem like no big deal, and it may seem easier just to ignore it and keep on responding in the same old way. But keep in mind that if you take this approach, your dreams could be sunk by what's going on underneath your awareness. Now, this is where your true power lies, bringing your consciousness to all the experiences of your life. The ability to make changes can only come from introspection and examination. Without these, you're you're absolutely at the mercy of old habits and energy patterns. But when you start to investigate the true purpose of a situation, you'll find the lesson within. You can then choose to move into it, clear it, and move on to better things. Or you can just bypass it and repeat the experience later. What is it that you choose to do? It's all up to you. You see, you're living this fantastic, magical life, and you don't fully realize that it's all about you, the way you're feeling. It's all about attracting back to you what you're feeling. That is the law of attraction. So, with that, we are going to take a fast break, and then we're going to be back with Dee Barrington. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events, such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. Well, welcome, Dee Bellington, to the Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Thank you so much for coming on because you've got some unique stuff and you're also a mutual 
hypnotherapist. And so we've got a lot to talk about the power of the mind. So I'm so glad you're with me today. So Dee, tell us, <laughs> you are specializing in fertility, which yes. is very unique. So tell us about that. How, what got you started in, on that? Well, I mean, it, it started with my own path of um, having fertility issues. Ah. Uh, yeah, I, um, I, was, um, I was a woman who was in the corporate world for a long time and decided to uh, not start a family till I was close to 40. Wow. Yes, yes. In fact, people, my, my family stopped asking me, you know, like, don't ask her anymore. They've been married for eight years. They're not having children. They're not having children, right? So finally, I said, you know, I, I think we, sh we should have children. <laughs> we should probably start now to my husband. So, you know, we went on our own journey. And let's just say that it wasn't that easy for me to, to uh, get pregnant, to become pregnant. So um, went down the journey of um, eventually going to um, a medical doctor and had um, several IUIs and IVFs and people who go through fertility know what those terms mean. <laughs> um, so um, after I, I had done four IVFs, in vitro fertilizations, and, and, and they just weren't, they, they weren't working up and, and they weren't working. And so I decided that I had to take a step back in my life and, you know, they're telling me that there's nothing physically wrong with me. So it had to be something else, which was, which it was my emotions, my mind, my mindset. And, um, you know, I was, and my job, I had a very high pressure job. It was very um, um, project, uh, quick turnaround um, driven. It was in, in marketing and, and, and so forth, you know, quick turnaround and very, you know, long hours, long commute, just like all the wrong wrong things for a good mindset <laughs> um, that, that wants to support you getting pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, um, I started getting in, more into meditation and EFT tapping and the law of attraction. So, and, so your goal was to just calm yourself down yes. and not be so upset and, and grieve so much about the lost pregnancies, but going, right. what could you do to make it easier for you? So you had to change your mindset. Yes, I had to. And I realized when I started um, getting into my mindset, how negative it was. Mm. Like, I mean, one day I started, um, I, I started counting um, the number of negative thoughts I had. And it was unbelievable. And I thought I was a pretty positive person. But um, on this day, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't particularly negative, but I had a lot of negative thoughts that I, I was not aware of, you know? So a lot of self-talk that I didn't even realize, so it made me very aware. And I decided that, you know, this mindset is not supportive for me trying to conceive. And so I had to work at changing my mindset. And so, um, you know, to various classes, tried to relax and calm down in various ways. And, and again, um, you know, the law of attraction has really helped here because of um, just how, um, you know, changing your mindset, changing your thoughts to get more into what you want and really getting into the feeling and how emotions are really tied into it all. Absolutely. So what, what is it that you did to accomplish your goal? Okay, 
So every, every time I had a negative, every time I had a negative thought, I just turned it around with there, there's a law of attraction technique called the what if technique. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, um, I have a, a negative thought and I just say, what if it turned out this way? Or what if I had a, what if I had a positive thought instead of a negative thought at this moment? Like just what if? And it was just an exercise to help raise my vibration, uh -huh. you know, my frequency to a place of that was, in my opinion, my body was very closed to receiving. Uh -huh. And, and, and so, you know, I knew I had to do something. I was coming up on my fifth IVF <laughs> and believe me, there's women out there who have done, have gone through a lot more than me. Um, but um, I, I said, you know, I just started, I took a little time off and I, I started working on my mindset, becoming more positive, becoming more open. So I started doing a little more um, meditation to, to, to try to open my, my soul really to receiving, my soul really to receiving another soul, you know, because we're really, you know, as mothers, um, you know, you're receiving another soul into your body for nine months. And um, so connecting with that soul too, connecting okay. with the future soul, yeah. So, so they had, there was no reason for you to miscarriage all those or, or not. I didn't really get to miss. I just, wasn't, did, I was yeah. just not getting pregnant at all. It wow. It's not working. Okay. So that you did, um, um, meditation, you did the what if, and so how long did it take before you actually it worked until it, until I could see. Well, so it was between my, my fourth and fifth time of doing IVF. And I would say it actually was about, um, I'm going to say it was probably about six months to a year. Cause I really kind of started working on it with my fourth time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I guess the universe was just challenging me to go deeper. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. Right. I had to look at it some other way, <laughs> right? Reframing and being a little more positive because let's face it, you want more, you want positive stuff to come to your life. You, you have to be, you have to be positive yourself to attract that. Right. So did you say to yourself before what, I mean, that it wasn't going to work or there's a good chance it's not going to work or. Okay. I had to fight those thoughts continuously about, you know, I, I, I would try to meditate. I would try to, I actually like to do a lot of um, guided visualizations, which is meditation and hypnosis also. And it's a little, it is hypnosis. Yeah. It's hypnosis. Let's face it. And, um, and so I record my own, but I, I, I um, visualizing, going through visualizing my end result not just getting pregnant, like um, zooming into the future to like maybe um, the first birthday or, or the second birthday with all the family around and then a birthday party, like that's really what I want. So keeping that visualization and feeling like I can have it and feeling that it's very real for at least that moment, right? that moment. 
Um, so it's getting into that mindset of really what the end result is. So they, did you record that and then play it back continuously or what? Yes, I used to, um, like before I go to bed, um, I love, you know, our mind is most open, receptive, our brain waves are a little slower, as you know, um, at night and in the morning. And those are like really the best times to um, listen to um, guided meditation, hypnosis, visual, mm -hmm. you know, at saying affirmations. Because mm -hmm. that's when they start, they, they sink in a lot more. Before, right. Or before too, before we get too busy and so much stuff comes, you know, bombarding us throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. Well, actually, we hypnotize ourselves to even fall asleep. So it's just, yeah. it's just that perfect time to listen to a recorded meditation or something right before you go to sleep and right before you get up in the morning. It sets your day off perfectly. So you are <clears throat> super, uh, sorry, you're superseding the 25,000 negative thoughts that we normally think during the day. And it is about 25,000. Each person does. It's, I got tired of counting when I went through that exercise. Tired. I mean, I, it definitely was hundreds that I counted. And, and, and you know, there was, just didn't have time to write down. So <laughs> I'd be writing all day. But, but yes, and those thoughts that we have, it's unfortunate. The majority of them seem to be negative. Yes. So, and, but you know what? It's our choice to accept those thoughts. A lot of people think they can't change their thoughts. And I've been telling my, uh, my son now, who's um, 13, and of course he throws it back in my face, Mom, just change your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See, I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm not. Yes, yes. I'm like, I'm glad. So I'm, like, I'm glad you understand it then. I'm glad you understand the concept. Okay. <laughs> you we know, I think it has to, we have to, there's only one thing in the world we can control. And that's our minds. We that's can't mind. control anything else. Yes. So our, our reaction, our reaction to it. Right. And so, you know, after those first few times that, um, say I was going through IVF and then they failed or, or it, they weren't successful, um, you know, that was just reinforcing a negative thought, Yeah. which, um, you know, even though you try to combat it, it's, I, I was getting into a funk, like I got to, get out of this negative thinking because it's definitely not, you know, what am I telling my body? I'm yeah. telling my body that I'm not getting pregnant. Yeah. And guess what? I'm not getting pregnant. <laughs> it's coming true. So it's not just saying that, yes, I'm going to get pregnant and la-di-da-di-da. And you have to combat the feelings. It, like, if you say that to yourself and a little voice inside is saying, you know, you're not going to get pregnant. You already tried it four times. What makes it different this time? Honor that feeling, right? Honor it. Say, I hear you, but you know what? You, you no longer, that no longer supports me. I wouldn't, you did, I want you to say something a little different, something that's a little more supportive. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we have another chance and a chance, it's a chance. Who, who can predict that? Why well, think it's going to go negative when it could just the same amount of energy and time go positive? Right. Like what makes it? What makes it so sure that it's going to be negative? Nothing. Nothing. So you have, you know, and even if you say it's a 50-50 chance, well, you've still got 50 chance that it could happen. Yeah. So start thinking that way. You know, a lot of people, because I work with a lot of women who, you, you know, a lot of fears come up. And, and, and if they've been through some, again, if they've been some through some procedures that failed or through several miscarriages and so forth, um, 
you know, it's hard for them to get out of that mindset mm -hmm. because it's just been so reinforced after this experience and this experience, you know? So it's like, what makes it different? It said, well, who knows what makes it different, but this is different. This is different than any other time. So you should, if you're going into already thinking it's going to fail, then you're right. You're, you're, you're probably got a good chance there that you're right. So, right. so it, but, but it's, you know, how do you get into that mindset? It's not as easy as just saying, okay, now I'm happy and everything is, you know, I'm in wonderland here. <laughs> um, you have to honor your thoughts and you have to change, to reframe it or change it or turn it around a little bit just so your frequency, you know, your vibration is just raised. And even if it's raised one step above where it is, you've raised it. And then, you know, you can keep going along. Yes, it's one step at a time. Right. So, so that what you're just talking about is not only for fertility, but for anything, any desire that a person has. Um, it's we have to raise our vibration for everything that we want to manifest. It's it's for money. It's for a car. It's for a better relationship. It's for a baby. It's for anything. So what you are talking about is the very, very basic understanding of how to work the law of attraction. And you did that to accomplish something that you were desiring. And you said the key word, it was to raise your vibration. So that's now you're into counseling other women and yes. helping them to achieve the dream. But you also see other clients too, don't you? I do. I, do. I see other clients. Um, uh, um, I see a lot of clients who are trying to lose weight, who are holding on to their weight. And, you know, they've tried every diet, they've tried. Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing. They know everything to eat. They know everything that's healthy. You know, they've read every book. <laughs> they, they just can't seem to stick to, a lifey, uh, uh, stick to a healthy lifestyle. And I like to, I, I do work with, a, you know, a lot of people, but these, are, these two groups or segments are kind of special to my heart because I struggle. I'm an emotional eater. And, and um, you know, these last now... <laughs> I think it's probably 20 years now, unfortunately. I, I've been struggling with, with my weight, kind of going a little up and down, up and down, up and down. And, um, you know, it's really managing the emotions and keeping it in check and being mindful. Um, but um, so that and with women who have fertility challenges, because I, I went through that myself. So these two areas are kind of special to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like weight is um from my experience weight is emotional but again it takes Maybe. that vibration of visualizing yourself as the thin person that you want to be but yeah. when we look in a mirror we see ourselves as being not the way we want it but then if we were even 30 pounds lighter would we be satisfied that's the question. Right. No, you are right. You are right. Getting to what, 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 if you did have a different shape of body, 
what does that give you? What's that really giving you? Is it giving, do you think that's giving you more friends, which just means you want more connect, be more connected to someone? Is it giving you, you know, what does it, what is it giving you? Is it giving you maybe even some self-worth? And you're feeling that because you have this body that you can't have as much self-worth as, right. as you would if you were 30 pounds less. It's crazy, but we think that, right? Sometimes. Right. So the key issue then is to like ourselves first as we dive into losing weight. So yes. it's the constant affirmations like, wow, I really am great. I right. am a fabulous friend. <laughs> I am I am everything that I've ever wanted to be right now today. And it's your consistent uh, raising of your vibration. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, it's also acceptance of where you are and knowing that, you know what, this, this is where you are today. This doesn't mean this is where you're going to be in a year or six months, right? Uh, you know, or five years from now, whatever it is, this is only temporary where you are. You can, you can transform yourself. If you transformed yourself into one shape, you can transform yourself into another shape. Exactly. And so and, just, oh, go ahead. No, I, I was just wondering, do you, do you help them to get the motivation to go out and exercise? Yes. Now that one is definitely a sticking point with a, a, a lot of people is the, you know, a lot of people also think that, you, you know, you need to exercise for like an hour a day or at least five times a week, an hour or something like that. But if your mind right now is saying, you know what, I just don't have the time. And, and let's face it, we all do have the yeah. time for what we want to put the time into. We all do. So starting out small, very, I, uh, I take baby steps. Well, like, you know what, start out um, five or 10, uh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, take a walk outside, get on the treadmill, do something for just 10 minutes. And then you work your way up where you feel comfortable. You know, it's better to do 10 minutes a day because then you're getting into a habit. You're conditioning your mind. Right. You're, you're doing a little self-hypnosis with your mind. When, when, when you do repetition with something, you know, every day, your mind's getting used to it and conditioned to it. And then eventually it will want to do it when, when you don't want to do it. <laughs> right, right. But when you think you don't want to do it. And also I've noticed because I walk three and a half miles a day every morning, but I don't do it alone. I go with my neighbors and their dogs. So that kind of activity with a friend. Yes. Oh man, that is so, it's wonderful because is, you're talking the whole way. You're distracting each other and you're enjoying. Yes. Yes. If you can find a friend to do it with, it's, it's, um, there are actually studies on if you have a buddy to exercise with, you're much more likely to do it because exactly. then you have accountability, but then you also have that camaraderie, you know, that other feeling. And I, I, I do, I actually do have a, um, a friend who is my, um, I'm going to say is my exercise buddy. And we actually are in two different States. I'm in New Jersey. Oh, she, wow. She's in Wisconsin. And you're like, so how are you exercise, buddy? <laughs> right? So I like to do my stationary bike. Ah. I, I love my stationary bike. 
and she loves to go walking outside. So we talk to each other the whole entire time. She's walking, I'm on my bike, and we're just talking and so forth. That's wonderful. And it makes the time go so much quicker. And, and, you know, because again, you, you, this is your time. Like, so, so this is your time to connect with somebody and to get some exercise. That's, that's, there's no excuse now. (laughs) You just took away all the excuses because you do have a buddy and they don't have to be right next to you. And you could go out walking, enjoying everything and, and be there. I mean, exercise. So that's the key, but also how do you help someone, um, change their food preferences? Okay. So with the food preferences, um, I do direct them to, um, work more with a certified nutritionist or somebody who could better help them in that area. Uh I help them more with the emotional side and why they may want foods that, um, you know, maybe why they crave, you know, what is their eating and why they may be craving certain foods that we all, we, we both know are not good for us. Right. So, but you're getting something out of it. You're getting some kind of emotional fulfillment out of it. And what is that emotional fulfillment? So it's really kind of getting down, you know, to the root of it. And um, I do a lot of, um, I use EFT tapping a lot for that part of it. Um, you know, so I, I, I do a mix of like tapping to get the negativity to kind of get down to, because it really, tapping can really get to the root of um, what the real, what the real root of the problem is. And, and, you know, it's amazing. So many times we just, um, we use, um, uh, we do certain things, certain patterns, certain habits. Um, we have certain reactions because that's how we reacted to it. A situation when we were like really young, you know, like under the age of seven, they say that you're still in that theta brain state actually to the age of seven, right? Eight, and and your brain's still growing, yeah. Your brain is still growing, and and you're absorbing all this information, and you react to things just how you best could at that time. But sometimes we still use that; our brain still reacts in the same way, right. even though it's you know like forty years later. <laughs> And um, it doesn't serve us so much. So I guess connecting that with food is, you know, what is your connection to food? And why is it not, why is the food controlling you instead of you controlling the food? You know, what are you getting from that food? Besides, it tastes good. So you could be getting pleasure and our brains love pleasure, (laughs) right? Our brains love pleasure and they love habits. They love patterns like to do the same thing that it's used to doing. Right. You know, when we start a new habit, it gets, it's a little uncomfortable for us. But then if you just keep at it a little bit every day, then it starts becoming a pattern, a habit in your mind. Right. Right. So, so now you get a little, now your mind's a little more comfortable about it and, and less resistant. So it's really just doing it over and over again. So you use the EFT before the hypnosis session? Yes. Yes. So you remove a lot of the self-doubt and that increases the vibration, the EFT tapping. So, um, and then you go into um, 
the hypnosis session. Now, do you, I'm, I, I know some other hypnotherapists, I haven't used this one myself, but mm-hmm. they have you actually unzip the fat suit. So that, oh, uh-huh. it's kind of neat, but I've never done it. But I just, I just help the person um, crave all of the good food. Yes. The healthy fruits and vegetables and, oh, put that strawberry in your mouth and taste yes. it. Oh, yes. and they just go, oh, yeah, I'll get into this, you know, and then they walk out craving a strawberry. But it works because it's like not mentioning anything, right? Right. It's negative for yes. them. And then... How do you do the portion size? Because uh, every portion is a different. Um, I use the hand portion size. Ah. Okay. So I give them the visual of their hand and their palm and that that's a portion size for, for meat. And then for, um, well, for meat and fish and whatever, protein. And um, about half your size. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then half of that is um, your starch. However, you can also do it that when you go, uh, I also say that like you you go out and so what uh, you go out to eat and whatever's on your plate, just half it. Just cut it in half. Yeah, that's a good idea. Cut it in half, put the half away, have it later and make that your full size. I also, I also stress, um, I also stress mindful eating techniques such as when you are when you okay so when you you, you take when you take a bite of food look at your food look at it what color is it what texture is it is it salty is it sweet what is it cut it cut it and um take a bite and when you take that bite chew it 20 times because you got to make this half-sized portion work now no longer but when you do this and even if you know you may not miss it. Uh, try, try closing your eyes and just chewing it for 20, 20 seconds, 20 bites, you know, 20 chews. You will get so much more satisfaction out of your food and it'll take you longer, but you're going to remember your food. A lot of times we're eating and we're not remembering like how much, how much we ate or what we ate or even how it tasted. Or if you sit in front of the TV and yeah. eat like a lot of people do, they don't even pay attention. They don't even know. You're on your phone, you're, you're on the computer, you're, right. So just being aware of your food, just paying attention to how much you're having on the plate, the bite, and then just enjoying your food, but enjoy all the flavors of it. Like yeah. if you have to chew it for 20 seconds, or I'm saying 20 seconds, 20 bites, it's probably just 20 seconds. You're going to taste your food so much better. You're savoring it. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, you get so much more satisfaction. So where you think this smaller portion wasn't so satisfying, it actually is when you pay attention or be aware of what you're eating. You know, the, the amazing thing is, <laughs> is that you don't need food to survive. People don't realize that. There are people um, that I have met that simply gaze at the sun and they don't have to eat. And they're at a natural weight. There are breatharians that yeah. just breathe and they don't eat. They don't eat anything that is at amazing. all. 
And so you, again, it goes back to the belief system. Oh, I have to eat. But the truth of the matter is you can live without eating. If you learn different techniques, yes. you're feeding your body in a totally different way. Yes. Yes. So they, people are thinking, Oh, I'm being, I'm, I, I, my body is just, I, I can't do it. And it's like, Hey, all these other people aren't even eating. Okay. Now let's, let's address this one. <laughs> or, or I have to have my three meals. Oh you know, yeah. You know, we're very conditioned to, well, three or five meals, depending where you are. But you know, a lot of people are conditioned to that about, um, you know, I, I it's breakfast time. I should eat, but my, my, thing is, you know what, uh, ask yourself, are you hungry? Yeah. Like, like if you're hungry, then yes, eat. But are you just eating because, you know, if you don't eat now, you don't know when you're going to eat the, ne the next time or, yeah. and, and, and you can still be prepared for that. You can be prepared, bring a snack for later and you can find five minutes to eat when you're really hungry, but listen to your stomach. You know, we've also lost the, um, 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 what do you call it? We've, we've lost the signal from our stomach to our brain that says we're full or uh, I, I'm not hungry anymore. Right. You know, uh, a lot of people work with like they don't, they, I said, you know, when's the last time you really felt hungry? Like, like your stomach was empty and it was growling and it, it was physically making you're like, Oh, I'm hungry. And you know, a lot of, we don't let ourselves get to that point. Right. A lot of times. I mean, the breatharians do, yes, and, and, and yoga, some uh, yoga guys do, yogis, um, but... Um, Star, uh, sun gazers do sun that. Gazers, um, you know, so there are people who do that, but that, now that... A lot more. But, yeah. but, you know, it's also the medical profession is telling us, oh, you have to have 2,000 calories a day. Yes. But how in the world are all these beautiful people out there and not even eating. So it's not true. It's right. not true. We need 2000 calories a day, but we do need the mindset. And that's what you're all about. It's yes. changing the mindset to get us into the place where first we have to be okay with us regardless of size. And then we need to press ourselves a little bit more to exercise and then be a little bit choosy about our food. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just by doing all of that stuff, which is just really, you know, it really is coming down to being mindful, being oh, aware, yeah. mindful and aware. How much am I eating? What am I eating? How much, how much is my body moving today? Yeah. You know, okay. your body, you know, you're, you know, we really should have so much more appreciation, I feel, sometimes for our body. Yeah. You know, we have so much more appreciation for our best friend or, or um, you know, family member or a dog. But when it comes to our own body, it's like, you know, we have this one body, you know, maybe 90 years, maybe 100, maybe. <laughs> Hope it. It, it, yeah, we're getting older now. We are, we are. But, um, but you know, um, so how do you, how do you want it? You, you want to treat it right. Like, why, why do we not treat it right? 
Well, I, you know, I think it's the instant gratification that we were raised with. We want it now. We want it now. You know, one of my favorite things I love to do with clients um, is to have them stop smoking. And I love this because they are amazed that something they feel is, I can't stop this, but yet it only takes like 90 minutes and they're a permanent <laughs> non-smoker and it just shows them how powerful their mind is to overcome something that they've had a habit of, of maybe 30 years. It's yes. amazing. It's yes. absolutely amazing. It's like instantaneously, I, I make them give me their cigarettes before they walk out the door, and they call me a couple of weeks later. I, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm still not smoking. I'm going, yeah, it's because your very cool mind decided to stop. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, you, and just had a little help from you. But uh, yes. Absolutely. And so you can, and you can also do the same thing with food. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. 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 So, um, you know, um, I have done, um, um, what do you call it? The, um, the stomach. Uh, have you ever used the stomach? Staple. No, not the staple that with the, uh, oh my God, I can't, I'm drawing such a blank. I can't believe it. Um, um, you know, they put the, the ring in. Oh, right. Um, oh, I forget what it's called. The procedure. The procedure um, to just have your stomach smaller. Right. It's a lap band or something like yes, that? Yes, 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 a lap band. A lap band. I don't know why I was, I was having a moment there. I was having a senior moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I've used that where I, I take them through the procedure of going through, you know, they're getting all ready. Wow. They're getting like, it, that's a big visualization. They're getting ready. Yeah, it takes a few sessions to prep, to, to like get, get them in the mindset and then get them ready for surgery. Yeah. They're going through and it's really procedured and it is actually, um, you know, just small incisions, but um, I'm getting them going through the whole hospital and, and you know, the whole scenario down to um, now the procedure and the, and the doctor talking to you and so forth. And now having the actual procedure and now afterwards knowing that your stomach now can, it cannot, it, you know, does not accept food the size of like a basketball. It's now the size of like a tennis ball. Mm. So that instilling that and then instilling all of the kind of good healthy foods that you also are craving now, um, you know, instilling more of the, the positive aspects of the food. Yeah. Uh, and the and portion size. So I work all of that actually into the hypnosis. And that has actually worked. However, it also depends on, I have a fly. <laughs> the one fly. It's, 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 it's end of summer. You should not be here anymore. <laughs> really? What are you doing here? <laughs> maybe, it's my, maybe it's my mother or mother-in-law in heaven who's come to visit me as, as a fly. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm really not that crazy. Uh, but anyway, um, so um, the thing is, it still needs reinforcement. Because even though the, the brain might have had it, when I, when I deal with food, it, it, I don't know if it's maybe because there's just, it's always around. 
And, um, you know, like more so than smoking, like smoking, you have to, it's, it's not, you know, everywhere. Right. And store. food is every, a gas station. <laughs> oh, my dog. <laughs> okay. Oh. I'll have to get him out of here. Um, sorry about that. But I'm saying so, so a lot of times um, it needs to be reinforced. Like right. maybe after, like every, it should be at least reinforced every month for the first few months. And, um, you know, it also depends on the person if they um, are diligent about reinforcing it and also still being mindful. Right. I, I, I kind of feel when it comes to food, there's just so much more temptation out there. Like with, with cigarettes, I'm just comparing cigarettes, um, you know, you can't just smoke anywhere anymore to, to begin with. You have right. to go outside. You have to go somewhere else. Um, but food, saying food is just like, everywhere like yeah I said, from the gas station from the 7-eleven to your friend's house to your son's school like it's just everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah you have to click off that part of the brain that says you know i i have to eat everything this just looks too good you've got to find um another way of appreciating life than through food and that's the big thing yes. and like you're right with smoking they can put that down but with eating they still are they have to eat to maintain you know their energy levels so yeah there are so many things you know there are so many things programmed we are so programmed yeah. eating like you know and it depends on the individual too but there are just so many things that are just, you know, why we eat or yeah. why we overeat and how it could be tied into your family or your history or, uh, you, you know, how we, how we handle stress. Right. Um, you know, it, you know, let's face it, food can be very comforting. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, taking that comfort away and, um, you know, you just find, um, I, I think with your brain sometimes when I, I think it's just very strong. And I found, you know, people just need to have reinforcement. Yeah. That's really it. That's, That's really, really it. it. That's and then, it. and then, you know, once you reinforce, it's just very, you know, you're good to go. Right. Right. But it is important. And I'm sure you do this too, as a hypnotherapist, I always send the recordings yes. of the session with them because more than anything, I want them to be a success in yes. their endeavor. Their desire to re to change their mindset is so important that, you know, I, I want them to constantly, and I knew a lot of hypnotherapists who won't even record the session. Ah. So it's like, Oh, go to a hypnotherapist that will record it so that you can take it home to reinforce yes. you. That's, that's the good hypnotherapist right there. You know, and it's so easy these days to record. I record on my iPhone, my voice, you oh, know, yeah. and my voice message thing. And then I just, if it's not too long, I mean, you, you know, yeah, if it's not too long, um, I can usually just text it, you know, or send it, um, in, send it in a text. And that is great because, let's face it, most of us are on our iPhones. Right. We're listening, you know, with our headphones on our iPhones. And so, um, yes, 
and, and I want people to, I want um, the people who I work with to reinforce it. Right. I, I kind of, I tell them like, you know, if I'm going to see them in a week that like, I'd like you to listen to this every day for a week, just before yeah. you go to bed. And it's usually relaxing anyway, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's great to listen to before you go to bed. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like the, when you wake up in the morning, because it sets the tone for the day, gets, gives yes. you that extra power to accomplish your goal. And I, so I actually, I like both times. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. But, yeah. It depends how much time I have in the morning, but I love, I, I, I one time I, or time I love is, is before everybody in my house is up. Uh huh. You know, like, um, that's probably like around six, six, six thirty. They get up a little like seven, whatever. And sometimes just having that half hour is, and it's like so quiet and peaceful. There's not even a whole lot of people like, um, you know, outside or really nobody outside. That is a great time too. That's just very peaceful and kind of a time by yourself. Right, right, right. Yeah. Do you have clients that um, fall asleep during the hypnosis session? They say they fall asleep, yes. And then, um, and then you know, they all suddenly wake up and then take their ear, earphones out. So, you know, I tell them, you're not, there's a part of your brain that's always listening. That's you know? still, yes, exactly. And that's, that's still there. And so, and, and you probably know that's, one fear that comes up in hypnosis is that I'm going to have no control, you know, oh, I know, isn't that funny? We're, we're just, and I'm like, I, I wish I had this, uh, this talent to just like take over your brain. <laughs> but I, I'm like, I, I'm like, you, I, there's no way I can ever do that. Your, your brain is always protecting you. There's a part of your brain that's always protecting you. And it's going to, it's, it's going to allow you to do things and not do things. So exactly. it's, protect you. it's never going to let you down. It's never going to let you get in trouble. Yeah. Now, see, if you, you could never go and send somebody to rob a bank because <laughs> it goes against their ethics. So right. they would never right. do something that's going to counteract their own beliefs, you know, and yes. It's, yes. It's a belief that they want to get rid of. So that, you know, there is, it's just a deep, deep meditation. That's what it is. And it is guided meditation, which mm. is actually hypnosis, especially works for those who <laughs> are fearful of hypnosis. <laughs> it's yes. so funny. Yes. No, it is. It is. So like you said, you know, we, we all have beliefs in us that nobody's changed. Like only we can change it. Only right. we can change it. And so we have these, these deep beliefs. And so no matter how much hypnosis we do, if it goes against your belief, you're not going to do it. You're not going to be exactly. open to it. You're not going to be open to it. And hypnosis really is for reinforcing things that, uh, and putting into action things that you want to do. Exactly. You know, it's things you, you, you also have to have your own desire to do it. You know, no matter how much I, I, I hypnotize you, but if you really don't want to change your eating habits, and you really don't want to stop smoking, guess what? Hypnosis didn't work for me. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's like it's, there's magic to it, and then there's not magic to it. You still have to have your part of, of wanting to do it, no matter, exactly. no matter what, because that's part of your belief system. Right. 
if if you really truly believe that you just don't want to you don't want to eat healthy you don't want to change your ways you really don't um and i think um hypnosis might work but it might not well then you know you're signed up your your belief system is telling you you really don't want it and that's another thing is that when you go to a hypnotherapist you're paying for the session yes why are you wasting that money? <laughs> Why are you going and thinking, you know? Um, if you don't have the intention to end it before you pay out that money, then you're doing yourself a big disservice. So, you know, and, and I'm in favor of any hypnotherapist that charges a lot of money because it gives them a motivating factor mm. for that client not to come back. I mean, to to actually do the work so that they can have the results. Right, right. But anyway, so much knowledge that you just brought us about hypnotherapy and what can happen, and I'm so glad you were on. Please tell everyone how they can contact you for a hypnosis session. Yes, okay. So you can um, go onto my Facebook page, which is the Holistic Stress Release Coach. Just go on there and you can contact me through there. Or you can um, send me an email at D, D E E Ballington, B A L L I N G T O N, 555 at gmail.com. And um, we can go from there. And um, I have a. Um, 20 minute um, discovery session that I'd like to have first. So um, you, can also, you can also, you can also um, text me at 732-615-8368 and we can set up a discovery time and just kind of see what, um, what you'd like to transform in your life. Great. Terrific. Okay. Well, Dee, thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure the listeners out there just thoroughly enjoyed this. And um, if you have fertility problems, go see the expert on this, Dee Allington. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.